The video game company EA says it's laying off 5% of its workforce, or about 670 people. Meanwhile, accepting a new job may feel like an odd time to plan for the worst-case scenario, but it's the wisest time to consider negotiating a severance package if you and a new company part ways. Insight from Hannah Aaron Lang, personal finance reporter at MarketWatch. Hannah, what should we know? As people may not suspect, it is actually possible to negotiate the terms of your layoff, uh, particularly your severance pay, which, you know, is sort of the big piece of that package. Um, you know, essentially, this is possible to negotiate, but what experts told me is this is pro you probably have the best odds of a successful negotiation, likely when uh, you know, you're least likely to think about the possibility of getting laid off, which is when you take a new job. Yeah, it's interesting. This is, as somebody said in your story, the time when they love you the most or something like that, right? So the way that experts explain this to me, it's a, a bit like a prenup. You want to negotiate up front when there's still a lot of love there between you and your employer um, and things feel good. But, you know, just in case things go south. OK, so how, like how does the conversation go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's interesting. So, I mean, it kind of functions a lot how, you know, we think about salary negotiations. And, you know, I think that is primarily what folks think about when they're negotiating the job offer. Um, but but this is sort of a, a, a piece of this that most folks don't think to focus on. And, you know, one expert told me in her years in HR that this was the number one thing folks were leaving on the table. Um, it was very rarely asked for a higher severance package, um, you know, in, in the event that this new candidate was laid off. Um, but when it was asked, you know, it was almost always granted. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that uh, you can ask your your employer and say, hey, you know, I this is not about my performance in the role. I have I'm fully confident that I can perform. But, you know, you're asking me to take a risk here and, and leave a sure thing and come work for you. Um, and in the, the case that something broader happens with the company, you know, I would like something to make sure that I can can land on my feet. Um, so that's that's sort of how that conversation can go. Um, and of course, there are some instances in which you absolutely want to make sure that you have something, uh, a, a decent severage, severance package in place um, in the event of a layoff. Uh, things like signing a non-compete agreement when you take a job offer, that should be a, a big flashing neon sign that, that you need to negotiate a severance package upfront that could match um, that period in which you may not be able to work in your industry. Mm. All right. So referring to the headline here, you talked about asking for that or negotiating a severance during the hiring process once you've agreed to the job. But what about when word comes down that there are going to be layoffs? Or what if you've just been brought into the office and told, Liza, we like it, but it's a numbers thing. We can't afford you yeah. being laid off. Then what? By definition, you're losing a lot of your leverage in that scenario. Um, and you know, negotiating severance or your layoff um, in, in that situation can be a lot more challenging. But what I heard from the experts is it's not impossible. Um, so, you know, one scenario that we see a lot in the headlines these days is these mass uh, mass reductions in force, sweeping job cuts, uh, corporation cutting hundreds or thousands of jobs in one fell swoop. Uh, the reality is that those situations are much more difficult to negotiate. A lot of times those terms have been set up front at the high level um, before that decision is made. And, uh, you know, that company doesn't want to have a, a thousand different conversations with employees haggling over these terms. Um, but the other side of that is, you know, some folks have argued just, you know, go for it. Uh, there's not really much that you have to lose in that scenario. 
And um, you do have one tiny bit of leverage, which is, you know, it's HR's job to get you to sign the paperwork and, and sign that separation agreement. So if there's something that you can bring up, perhaps the fact that you relocated for this job, you have a work-based visa, this is really going to, you know, uh, this is really going to put you out. I mean, that can be something that you can maybe use to advocate for yourself um, and fight for better severance pay, um, you know, knowing that you have, again, very little to lose and perhaps some to gain. Mm. Severance is not mandatory, right? That's just kind of a uh, no. company's goodwill at most times. Yeah, yeah. There are very few circumstances in which companies are legally obligated to pay you uh, any kind of severance. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's important to remember here that lots of folks uh, you know, don't get severance. And this this is yeah something that uh, lots of employers offer just to, to part with as good of terms as they can with these employees that they're laying off. So, uh, yeah, it's this fine line of, you know, if you can speak up and advocate for yourself, maybe you can, again, maybe there's more, you stand to gain more than you stand to lose. Um, but that, yeah, severance, I mean, layoffs are, are never pleasant for, for almost anybody. Thanks, Hannah. Hannah Aaron Lang, personal finance reporter at MarketWatch.